and welcome to another entirely overhyped episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I'm one of your hosts. I have lost over 120 pounds and kept it off for over five years. I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, Thrive Global Certified Coach. And with me today is... Overhyped Donald Weigel. And I have lost about 100 pounds. Uh, I've kept it off for, I don't know, six years and... uh, I have, uh, I am married. I have been married. I am married to uh, Catherine Weigel. Yes. My first wife, Catherine Weigel, (laughs) is uh, sitting next to me. (laughs) I like saying current. My current husband. My current wife is sitting next to me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we are here to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you think this episode's overhyped? Well, I think sometimes that people get overhyped when they think about us. Uh, I'll just say it. Sometimes people are like, I can't believe. Catherine Donald Weigel. I'm I'm talking to them right now. Like it's actually happened to us. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. And I go, Most of my actual friends like wish they they couldn't they didn't have to talk to me. <laughs> that's that's a difference. But I think that just like uh with with calories and with music and with other things, sometimes moderation, a small amount of something goes a long way. And yeah. hopefully this episode of We Only Look Thin will go a long way for you. Yeah. You know, just in fairness, though, I would like to point out we haven't even actually recorded this episode yet, so we haven't even begun to hype it. No, but there are lots of things that are, I think, overhyped yeah. at the holidays. You're just assuming we're overhyping this episode. Well, I have time. things that are overhyped in the world. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to maybe wait a minute or two to talk about it, but uh, but heck, you know what? I'm going to dive right in uh, to something that I think is overhyped. Yeah. I'm going to say it. It is the beloved, spectacular Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Sweet Ballet. I'm going to say that it's overhyped, just like your cousin's casserole at Thanksgiving. The the marshmallow salad. What is up with marshmallows? Like, who did that with marshmallows in things? And I know this is really highly controversial, uh, so I probably shouldn't say it. Ooh, controversial. But, like, I mean, candied yams. (laughs) <laughs> like, they're just not good. <laughs> no, I, I, Look, know. I know everybody has their own taste and people like things that they like. <laughs> but they're wrong. <laughs> I like things, but I, I don't understand the candied yams. They're just gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I think it is very interesting at this time of year to see what classical favorites people have. Yeah. And how, despite it being Thanksgiving, which has already happened, uh, hello and goodbye Thanksgiving. Hello and goodbye. Um, <laughs> how hyped some things are and how other things just kind of they go by quietly like yeah like the crescent roll it's it's a quiet understudy uh in all of this and i know we just said on the last episode not to eat things that you can just get at the store with like P- pillsbury on them but like a, a crescent roll is fine yeah you know i know we shouldn't probably make people start thinking about eating food but uh pillsbury crescent rolls are are pretty like there's lots of things that are much better if you make them at home. Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to make at home from scratch a crescent roll better than just cracking open a Pillsbury tube. Yeah. I actually made our daughter uh, crack the tube open, which is that really super traumatic burst that it, it like, gets busted. Yeah. Uh, she did it. I was very proud of her. It was her yeah, first no, time. Yeah, uh, no. It's an enjoyable sound and an enjoyable thing to watch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alternately, as I'm trying to pull this back to the Nutcracker Suite, you know what is not enjoyable? Uh, uh, what? And what is not an enjoyable sound? No. Is uh, listening and watching the Nutcracker for like seven hours. Yeah. Uh, that is that is not 
uh great i uh yeah the, the nutcracker suite uh for those who may not know i don't know <laughs> i don't know like who who doesn't know by now is a ballet that is performed around christmas time every year uh and the music was written by tchaikovsky it's based on a book and uh it's about a, a young girl who befriends a nutcracker who comes to life, turns into a handsome prince. They go to this magical land. He, I'm falling asleep just like, hearing about it. And they he, dance about it. <laughs> he, he fights the Mouse King and her like romantic interests are are awakened. Um, and I know, I know, I know. There's like, it's like super problematic. And uh, all of this takes place over the course of nine and a half hours and is, is uh, performed through dance yes uh which there's nothing that you and i love more than interpretive dance uh and and dancing mice i guess yeah there's dancing mice there's dancing wooden soldiers there's uh dancing like handsome princes and uh young girls i don't know yeah now it's uh it's not my favorite uh but uh but what what good did come out of the nutcracker is that we got to call this episode the Nut Tracker. Right. Because what's more important at this time of year than to track nuts? No. And also for us to have clever, witty titles for our podcast <laughs> is really the most important thing that, that you know, that mankind can work on. It is. But I like, honestly, this is uh, the, the week after Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this, it's uh, Cyber Monday. Is, is, is that what Mondays are? Yeah, Cyber? it'll be Cyber Monday. Yeah. Cyber Monday. We're, we're recording this on Black Friday, actually. We but, are. Yeah. We are. But like Cyber Monday also just sort of sounds like the Terminator is coming. Yeah, Like it doesn't sure. sound friendly. It sounds like so a Cyber Monday, like yeah, no, you're gonna get it. What's what's the company? The Cyber- AI, the AI robots are gonna get you is on Cyber Monday. C- is it Cybernet that like happened and Cyber Cyber Cyberdyne Systems creates uh, Skynet. Oh, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, thank you. I couldn't believe I couldn't think of it. But Skynet. I pulled. I pulled Cyberdyne Systems was like the company <laughs> and the Terminator. I pulled that out of my. Uh, uh, brain <laughs> oh, you're not cracker <laughs> yeah, exactly but uh but yeah cyber monday which uh watch out for robots today i think especially it might be a good day for them to attack yeah it really um, uh feels like ai is a thing now uh but we're also going to attack you soon not yet but soon with uh with sort of how to how to manage the holidays but i have i have some fun nut cracking thoughts to share with you i can't wait because I, I do not know what, what is about to happen <laughs> when we were writing the episode uh donald saw me saw me scribbling down and uh, he he felt a little challenged and i he, he said what should i do or what should i be doing right now so that you'll love me uh and continue with husbanding right and, and i said do you remember what i told you to do i do you said figure out how to be funny how to be funny <laughs> which is like you know not something like after 300 plus episodes you want to hear your wife say you've being, never been funny being before. told to be funny yeah. is not a way to be funny just no. letting you know like it's it it's not uh, a way that sort of prompts funny behavior yeah i imagine comedians get it all the time like hey be funny i never i, I never understood why comedians weren't funny when they were just hanging out and now having a podcast speaking about overhyped like i think we're charming and fun people on the podcast i think that's a but, stretch but sure but then i think people think we might be like that in person when really i basically just dust and vacuum a lot right 
and you are angry about fantasy football. Right. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 extremely accurate. Like he's exasperated by and, and I overly research everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh wait, we need a new light bulb. Hold on. I need to do 4 hours of research wait. on the best okay, light bulb. Okay. You literally for us said this, so I'm just this is going to happen and here it comes. Oh no. Here it comes. Oh no. Uh we needed to put a lamp in storage the other day. Oh yeah. And I wanted to break the lamp down into smaller pieces. <laughs> yeah. And you Oh no. I took out the what, light what bulb. What horrible things that I, I say. I took out the light bulb. And you were like, "Well, where the hell are we going to put the light bulb now?" <laughs> like you were yeah. and in fairness yeah. there were three light bulbs. Um Okay, and also, also in fairness to me, you ended up not figuring it out. I took care of the light bulbs. Yeah, uh, you yes. put, you knew, I, where did you put them? I had to figure. Where it did out. you put them? Uh, with the other light bulbs. With the other light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> with the light bulbs. But there's in. no. They're not. They're in there unprotected. They could get. They could get destroyed at any moment. And hurt like your cyberdyne. Cyberdyne systems could come to life and come could and robot like, them. Robot our our light bulbs at any moment. They they don't have a, pla- a cardboard sleeve on them or anything. I just think it's really under. <laughs> I didn't actually know that you were like I protected those light bulbs just like Sarah Connor protected John Connor. That's right. From that's right. Cyberdyne. I, I had no idea this was going to turn into a Terminator episode. You mentioned. Did you mention light bulbs or lamps? I can't remember. I I mentioned you mentioned Cyber Monday. Yeah. I, no, but you said some anyway. I don't know. You were just, just looking to, for some way to make me look bad in no, public. Yeah. You mentioned lamps or uh-huh. bulbs or something, but I think it's really interesting that you've been like I protected you lamps. <laughs> and and by making me look bad, I mean repeating the things that I actually did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll I'll go round three trying to tie this back to uh, the Nutcracker. Um, can I tell you something interesting about the Nutcracker that actually has to do with this episode so far? Yes, okay. I, I would love it. So when the Nutcracker Sweet Ballet with no talking, as Donald pointed out to me, it's no talking. Wait, okay, like you're just you're just tripling down on like letting everyone know what a jerk I am. You called it a, you called it a play, and I was like, it's a ballet. There's no dialogue in it. <laughs> And then I stared at him with no dialogue. I know, and then, yeah. Uh, and then, I had uh, an inner monologue, but no dialogue. But I was right. <laughs> oh, boy. So is oh being boy. right better than... No. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, say so what you were going to say. When, <clears throat> yes. when the ballet, not play, came out right. initially, uh we have something in common with uh, with the uh, the commentators of the time. Yeah. Um, the when it initially came out, uh, just like this episode, um, it was told to have uh, been panned for lack of coherent plot and artistic depth. Oh, just like this episode, of <laughs> which has thin. also been panned for the exact same thing, <laughs> lacking coherent plot. Sometimes it takes us a minute. Um, so also. Uh, interesting fact about it again uh i was i actually tried to look up interesting facts about the nutcracker and there weren't all that many inter- just like the play itself no Arr, i did it again it's not a play it's a ballet <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay no honey it's whatever you would like to call it i think it's pal perfectly fine. yeah pal um that uh 
any day. I was looking for interesting facts and I didn't find any, so I just told you things that actually happened. So that that lacked coherent plot was actually uh, something that was that was said about it back in the day. It also said that in the ballet, uh, little Cora or Clara or whatever her name is, uh, she is given a Nutcracker as a gift, and like, yeah kids today yeah no if you gave a nutcracker as a like, gift that would be you your child would would throw that nutcracker <laughs> like faster than socks and you know what's really disappointing about nutcrackers in general although we do have we do have some like, we have some holidays. which yeah. are treasured but you can't actually crack nuts with them i know like i want i want something like i want to be able to eat food in relationship to whatever gift i get <laughs> Oh, so if you give me a gift that I can't actually like, maybe turn like into, a corn yeah. nut cracker. Do you remember? Um, I feel like there was there was like some sort of a government program where in the seventies they handed out those those nutcracker sets. Oh, the that, wooden bowl. The with wooden the... bowl. It looked like it was sliced out of a tree. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was like a like a slice of a tree, and it, it was a like a carved bowl, and it had the metal nutcracker that kind of looked sort of kind of looked like a like a crab claw or yeah. a lobster claw, and then those little picks in them. Yeah, like my parents had my a grandmother. Set of those. Yep. And um, it, it's by law, if you were in the 70s, you had to have you, a wooden... You had to have one. Like, they just passed them out. They were like, they had people come door to door, like, um, uh, like authorities come door to door. And if <laughs> to you make sure. didn't have one, they would fine you and then and then make crack, you buy one. Crack like, down on, on it. the spot. Yeah, in well, the 70s. But they had those little picks on yeah. them. And I, I was obsessed with, like, throwing knives and things. And we had a dartboard. <laughs> throwing knives. We had a dartboard. Aren't board. all knives. I was a little kid. Aren't all knives Aren't really all knives really throwing, throwing knives? knives? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had. I, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's very profound. Um, I, I We had a dartboard when I was a kid. And I used to take those little prongs and I would practice with the dartboard like they were throwing knives. And if you if you held them by the tip and threw them just right, they would actually like stick in at the dartboard. At least you didn't throw and them at your sisters. I don't, I don't think my parents ever knew. But the point of all this is now that's a gift for a child. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I like it. We actually, in uh, third grade, uh, this kid named Chad, because that was his name, brought a uh, martial arts magazine to school. Oh, yeah. And in the back, there did, were- Did you throw it at people? No. <laughs> like, a, like a ninja star? No, uh, but they actually sold nunchucks and throwing stars in the back. Oh, and wow. Chad uh, decided to do a group buy and order- like we actually, there was an order form in the back, and he was going to order a bunch of kids throwing stars and nunchucks. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! I mean, as a <laughs> as a as a parent in in his fifties, it sounds terrifying. But like remembering what it was like to be a kid, that sounds awesome. And some freaking tattletale told a grown up <laughs> and uh, brought it down, and Chad got in trouble, and no one got nunchucks or throwing stars, and we were all incredulous. Like, what could go wrong? With giving third graders sharpened blades. I had a couple friends who had throwing stars, and you could get them with a dull edge, but it wasn't that hard to, like, to, like, sharpen them by scraping the sides against, like, cement. And then you actually could, like, throw them into trees and stuff. It's like prison stuff. Yeah. You can, really, anything is a throwing star. (laughs) If you think about it. If you think about it. Like, I can't believe none of us actually got, like, stuck with a throwing star with all of it the seemed kind of all of the I, star throwing we did i have a uh i have a cousin who was uh 
and still is, uh, hello, Gary, uh, older than me. Uh, and he actually used to practice with nunchucks uh, in the front yard. And he had a big Lou Ferrigno poster oh, yeah. uh, n- next to his uh, his push-up uh, bar thing that people have. What is it called? The bench press thing? Sure. I thought he was very cool. And yeah, nunchucks, bench press thing. nunchucks just seemed like something that people should have back we, in the day. I, I promise, Better gifts. I, I promise, folks, we do have like <laughs> weight loss, health, and fitness <laughs> advice coming. It's coming. I promise. Okay. So um, I, as we said back in the beginning, was not a huge fan of Tchaikovsky. I, I, I said anything that's called like a spectacular right. is long. Like that is that is code for it's really long and it should stop at intermission. Yeah. And I've always wondered like what was it about me that didn't like the Nutcracker other than being danced at for two <laughs> Like, <laughs> they're doing the ballet at you. No, but like when you hear, speaking of overhype, it is the most wild, widely like viewed. It brings in box offices for, you know, uh, right. uh, ballet companies around the world. It's beloved. You got the dancing and the cracking and the nuts. And like, <laughs> I'm here like for the nuts. Like you would be like, I'm a fan of the nut. Come like, for the nuts. Stay <laughs> for the cracking and the dancing. <laughs> Yeah. But like if maybe there were some nuts in like while watching it. Like, <laughs> oh, there's oh there's nuts, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about that. But like it goes on forever, just like our opener right now, which I'm very proud of. But I realize <laughs> now the only good thing that came out of me researching the nutcracker. Yeah. And also having the nut tracker because we like to track things is that I actually think I figured out why I don't like Tchaikovsky. And I'm about to tell you why. Wow. And it has to do. I, I think America has been, uh, or the world, uh, we, we have worldwide listeners. I think they've been waiting to so, hear. So when, and I'm asked, and this is, a, this is a cold read, everybody. Donald doesn't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. If you had to associate a composer, a beloved composer, beloved composer right with we only look thin who comes to mind when you think about beloved composers well it has to be chopin it because, has to because be that guy got it done that guy got it done <laughs> do you know right. what he did by the time he was like 35 everybody everything Go back. he did everything yeah. no he like look up his wikipedia page he was like 30 years old he did everything he got it done yeah. and we challenge our well we, listeners. we've mentioned chopin and him getting it done at a young age on many episodes yeah and he got it done and guess who didn't like Chopin. Oh no. Oh no. Tchaikovsky? Tchaikovsky did not like Chopin. Oh wow. And somewhere there's like a, like a huge Tchaikovsky fan or a huge fan of the Nutcracker who's just like like turned off the the podcast and is refusing to ever download another episode. <laughs> At least they're getting in neat by doing that like Russian kick sit thing. Oh yeah, and they're dancing around everything. So the Russian like, kick sit thing. No, I, you know, you know I what know I'm talking exactly about. What you're talking about it probably has a better name. I than feel that. like the Nutcracker is just like that play that we went or not a play. That musical spectacular that my brother was in that went on for three hours. Oh, yeah. And it was just a showcase to prove this was, how this awesome. This was like a grade school production, and it was literally four hours long. I'm not even exaggerating. It was four hours long. It was insufferable. Yeah. And it was just kids 
dancing just at us. Just kids doing sketches and dances and like for four hours. And I felt attacked. Yeah. And I think I realized why. Okay, so I told you about the thing where Tchaikovsky didn't like Chopin. He also, I have I have an interesting quote. They have some of his letters, uh, like not A, B, C, D. I mean, he was Russian, so he didn't use the American alphabet. It was Cyrillic? Is that the Cyrillic? Yeah, Cyrillic alphabet, okay. yeah. So he wrote uh, a letter. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. No, he did. I'm just, I, like, I, I had promised people weight loss and fitness advice. I don't think we've gotten there yet. We're going to get there. Okay. We're going right. to get there. Okay. So he wrote a letter in uh, March of 1879. Chopin's already deceased. He is already dead. Like, yeah. they weren't even contemporary. Chopin yeah. came before, and then Tchaikovsky came after. Can you imagine just being in a battle with somebody who isn't even alive right now? Like, no. That's I'm just, surprised people could write letters in, in 1887. That's all they did. They didn't yeah. have anything oh, yeah, else. They didn't true. have TikTok, and if they weren't kick sit dancing, yeah. then they weren't really doing anything. <laughs> yeah, especially in Russia, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, he wrote a letter to someone, and this is like classic burn. Like, this would be like a memorable tweet. I forgot to thank you for sending me lists, who List was a composer. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I forgot to thank you for sending me List's book on Chopin. I had read it before, and I must say, I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's full of empty phrases and waffle. Oh, man. Like, anyone who doesn't like waffle, that's a problem for me. <laughs> well, he's like waffling. But he also says, Waffles like, he doesn't like delicious. it because he spoke ill of the Russians. I'm just saying... As a Polish person, yeah. that Russia might have inv- invaded Poland, and maybe that's why Chopin wasn't super keen yeah. on Russia. But like Tchaikovsky being like, oh, I got your gift, and I didn't <laughs> like it, and I already read it, and I don't like Chopin. Meanwhile, Chopin got it done, yeah. and Tchaikovsky is just spending – how many hours did we decide? Nine hours dancing no, at nine us? Nine and a half with, with no intermission. With gifts? From a gift that nobody even wanted in the first place, like if it, if 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 uh, if, yeah, I want one of those '70s Nutcracker sets so I can at least use it for. Well, I'm just thinking how the Nutcracker suite would have been different if Clara had received a beloved throwing star. I feel like it would have been a very different, a different ballet, and it would have been very short because she she would have put some kid's eye out with it. (laughs) And it'd be over. But back in the day, parents would just be like, get over it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's um, very true. But, but here, and this is why I love Chopin, because Nocturne number two in E flat, as opposed to the Nutcracker Suite, it's only four minutes. Yeah. Who You can love Chopin for four minutes and not have to deal with Yeah, the even the, the most ardent anti-classical music person can can hang in there for four minutes. Yeah, and you, dear listener, have held in for what, like 20 minutes uh, as we preambled? 45 preambles so far. We, no, We no. haven't done 45 no, minutes. No, How many it, minutes it, is it? It's about 20. <laughs> okay, so, but this is the fun part. This was the overture curtain lights. Like, yeah. We've set you up. We've set the scene for the holidays for you and the the battle royale between Tchaikovsky and Chopin. Chopin didn't even know he was just minding his own business getting it done while Tchaikovsky was being a a, a bitter nugget. Yeah. Over <laughs> a bitter nugget. You're a bitter nugget. That's that's a thing that that we say to people. Um, um that's that's your letter back to Tchaikovsky after he after he shuns your Christmas gift. Uh well, you know what? You're a bitter nugget, Peter. Um uh, I don't even know. <laughs> um, so you've gotten through Thanksgiving. 
It is now the holiday season in full swing. And we're asking you to look ahead and <laughs> and use some of the things that you've learned from We Only Look Thin and elsewhere to navigate this holiday season rather than just throwing up your hands and giving up and, uh, uh, you know, sort of throwing your hands up and saying, I'm just going to gain as much weight as I gain and I'll work on it next year. Yeah. Because how did that work out the last time you did that? Uh, probably not great. Yeah, just wait. Just We'll just give you a minute to think about how that worked out last year. Uh, because we definitely, as if, if you are listening to this, we've already agreed that it's Cyber Robot Attack Monday. It is, And yes. you know what? Might be time to, to put down that pumpkin pie and run from our robot overlords who are coming to attack. Uh, and, uh, and part of that running away from robot overlords is really thinking about the month ahead and, uh, and how we can take care of ourselves over the holiday season. And so we're taking it back into the very early uh, 300s. Yeah. Of uh, of We Only Look Thin, the podcast that you're listening to right now. <laughs> I believe it was, was it episode 304 where we talked about? I Don't make me look it up right now. Swat it like it's hot. Sure. Swat yeah, it, like, it's it hot. like it's hot. Um, but we, uh, we used the uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats uh, business platform uh, to help you talk about your strengths and current weaknesses or where you're wavering in your health goals, and then opportunities and threats against your health goals. But as you might have noticed, SWAT ends with a T, and we don't want to end... Yeah, we don't want to end with the threats. We're like, not going like, to end with like, a T today. when you end with threats, it just makes you feel alone <laughs> and sad and hopeless. <laughs> like like a giant rat king? Is yeah. Or is it a mouse king like or a rat king? A mouse king mouse about king to is... be killed by a nutcracker prince. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't want to end with the, with the threats, so we're switching up SWAT, everybody. It might uh, sound interesting, but we're actually, on this episode going to turn your uh, Thanksgiving table around and uh, and focus toward the future. And we're switching it up. We're switching up a letter, something that's never been done before. Never Who's ever the, heard of a word? In the history of mankind. N- never, ever. So we're taking an acronym and we're rearranging an acronym, which yeah, has never it, been done. It doesn't actually spell a word now. So we're switching up SWAT. And today we are switching the letters to start out with wavering or uh, weaknesses then we're going on to threats, and then we're we're ending it strong with strengths and opportunities. And uh, and Donald Weigel Jr. is going to kick us off with uh, with wavering and uh, and where our weaknesses might be. And all of this really is a way to uh, to really look at where you are and think about where you want to be and to uh, plan ahead. And uh, so wavering, maybe you have self-doubt right now. Maybe you have leftovers (laughs) right now. Uh, Maybe you're just emotionally exhausted after Thanksgiving or even physically exhausted. Uh, And maybe you just love food. And now you're saying to yourself, all right, I got through Thanksgiving. I have nothing left in the tank uh, with which to uh, to get through the rest of the year. Well, and I was just talking to my dad too about you know I mean and this isn't new you know news flash news but like you spend a really long time focusing on one meal and making it perfect and all the things and all the prep and all yeah. the cooking and 
like, and then it's over and then suddenly it's behind you, which I think is a really big reason why people continue to overeat. And today is literally Black Friday Yeah, uh, as we're recording this. You spend so much time prepping and maybe going through that exhaustion and, and excitement of the day. And then you don't have anything left in your battery to like, well, I'm just going to keep eating like this because I'm exhausted and it took so long to make it. So I just want to keep eating it that way. So maybe that's your weakness right now is that like the food is really good and why not just keep going and going? And I wanted to like give a pro tip out right now, Oh, which is um, my uh, daughter and I made a pie together. And um, in the past, I wasn't completely thrilled with the crust of said pumpkin pie that we have made in the past. And so I spent uh, – it was probably literally hours of research online looking at – like watching YouTube videos, looking at recipes for people who like, you know, then claimed that they had made the perfect uh, pie crust. And it came out – Overhyped. <laughs> it came out pretty terrible. <laughs> So the pro tip here is make a terrible pie crust so that you don't actually want to finish <laughs> but I, <laughs> the pie that you but made. But I think it goes back to that. I don't know why the song is called MacArthur Park, but it's like it look, took so long to bake it. And I'll never, I'll have, never have that recipe the, again. The yeah. filling was fantastic. The, uh, the, the crust was a little bit overwrought but then the, the what was the idea was maybe we'll make another pie that will be better yeah i know then that's, that's we'll the, have a good pie i know that's the problem because, now now i was tempted to like try and try and like change it to make it better but anyway right so it is the monday after thanksgiving where are you wavering is it you're just still in a food coma you're out of sorts because you're off your normal schedule where are you wavering because i know for me that like emotional exhaustion and just the love of food it's a food season everything's food 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 maybe you're just not in sick maybe you still have a big giant pile of nuts that you have not tracked. Yeah, ah. or, or cracked. Yeah, or cracked. <laughs> but that looks like it's just a small little handful of nuts. It's like yeah. ninety billion calories. So, so you know, part of what we're saying is, you know, like try and stick to your core habits as much as you can, and and not, you know, don't just give up entirely ahead of the season. Well, and I think too, like. In terms of wavering, it can feel challenging, but it's challenging for all of us. It's challenging for me and Donald. It's challenging for everybody right now. But just being aware of it is sort of the the first step to recovery. Um, but now I'm going to talk about something super uplifting and, and charming. And you're like, oh, whoo, cool. at least I, at least I know where I'm wavering. Like, yeah. at least that's over. But what's the next one that I'm going to talk about, Donald? It's yours to talk about. I know, but you tell me what it, it is. <laughs> it's threats. Threats. Oh, no. You mean I just got through Thanksgiving and now that there are still threats? I was just trying to like call and repeat it to make it like <laughs> conversationally like yeah. we might we might actually uh, talk. So threats. What is coming down the pike that could be a, a, a trouble that could be uh, that could work against your health goals. So when we think about the holidays, sure, we think of sugar plum fairies uh, and mice and and nunchucks, um, but also we think about <laughs> those are the things we think about at the holidays. <laughs> we think about 
like the upcoming challenges of food activities. If you're listening to this the day that it comes out, there's just about a month until Christmas. Christmas is a day. Maybe you got a party in there. Maybe you've got, you know, a couple of activities, but this isn't the time to throw in every single, you know, habit that you have just because there are some challenging days coming your way. Um, Pushing the problem down the road of that, I'll just start after. Because I know there's one of you out there who's like, oh, Catherine says don't stop, start until after New Year. Like, oh, but I I won't do that. I won't say that, but that's really what I want to do. Don't do that. Don't decide that you're going to push all of your fitness goals, your health goals, your movement goals down to 2024. This is an opportunity to actually do what we can with what we have. So th think about all of the other times in your life when you've done that, where you're just like, oh, I'll, I'll start you know, after X date, I'll start after this big project is over. I'll start after and, and like, think about how that has gone. Like, are, are you just digging a hole deeper before you, you know, decide to climb out? Or should you just do what you can do right now instead of doing nothing? Exactly. And I think one of the things too, uh, at the holidays, boundaries are a really big issue or a big problem. And a lot of times, when we bite our tongue and don't tell people what we need, biting our tongue, I don't know if kids do that anymore, because it seems like a weird thing. But like, when you don't say what you actually want, what your needs are, yeah. you end up biting into food. Uh, to avoid uh, having confrontations. And that is a really big threat. That sort of emotional eating at the holidays is a big threat. Another one is those lingering treats. If this is just after Thanksgiving and it is Monday, get rid of those leftovers. Like really put, we said this on the last episode, put down the the giant ladle of gravy and be thankful that you had it but get rid of it and get back into the foods that you know make you feel your best. Your, you know, your proteins and your fiber laden. Fiber laden is that a word? I don't, yes, I don't think fiber, people. Fiber laden. Um, We're but, making it a word. Yeah. If, um, if you say it and people understand the what you mean with fiber, then it's a word. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but also just those like. Get rid of the treats, get rid of the random snacks, because you know the next wave is coming, like the beaches of Normandy. Oh, no, but with treats, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Maybe I should leave out the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I obviously am very in tune with what actually happened at the beaches of Normandy. But there's that fear of missing out on those holiday treats. You know what pumpkin spice things taste like by now. Yeah. You know what what did I say? Stuffing spiced frappuccinos? <laughs> That's or... right. Stuffing spiced frappuccinos like, last week. You know what they taste like. This is the time to really address those threats and know that you can build systems for yourself where you focus on your goals as much as you can eat as well as you can, and then save for those special indulgences. Don't, you know, not every single day needs to be, you know, a giant food fest for the rest of the year. Because when I have done that in the past, and I have thrown up my hands, I'm up five pounds. And that's not how I want to end this year. Um, but so, so, oh, no, we have weaknesses, and we have threats. But you know what, Donald? I think we also have some amazing strengths that I think you would be perfect for sharing with our audience. <laughs> See, that's how do. you hand off. That's how you hand off. <laughs> One of your strengths <laughs> is, is telling is, me how <laughs> is being a kind, gentle person who who uh, who doesn't. Uh, uh, 
pick on my weaknesses. Um, so strengths. Yes. Uh, yes. And, you know, one of the things that you should say to yourself is, this isn't my first rodeo. Yep. This is not your first Thanksgiving rodeo. <laughs> you know, someday I'm going to go to a rodeo and I'm just going to lean into saying to everyone who will like, listen, <laughs> this, this is, is first- my first rodeo. <laughs> This is my first rodeo. Unless you're actually at a rodeo. Yeah, no, because I've never been to one. So it would, I, I could bet, really say this is my first rodeo. I bet it's like the nutcracker. Just seeing people bucking. Bucking on things. Is not, and, and, uh, and sit kicking. Sit kicking and swallowing. Do they sit kick at rodeos? I think, uh, I think horses sit kick the kick out of people or kicks it. <laughs> I have no, oh no! Here, I don't kick think the you sit. Know. Kick the sit. I was gonna say kick the sit. I couldn't figure out how to say it. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about. But don't you go did, to rodeo. You did get a nice. Uh, this pun is in my there. first. That is such a good reason to go to a rodeo. To go to a rodeo, I'm here just for to it. say this is this my, is first, my rodeo. first rodeo. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, you are an adult, presumably, who is capable of hard things. Think about all of the things, all of the problems that you have been able to solve in the past. And, you know, you know you can do this. You just need to apply the right problem-solving techniques to it, and you can get it done. And this isn't your first Thanksgiving. This isn't the first, you know, uh, holiday season that you've come across. And you know how to do this. You know that you can make this more about family and friends uh, than about the food. And enjoy things uh, without just throwing up your hands and giving in to the, the fear of missing out on all of the treats. And you can also know you've been listening to this podcast. Congratulations! <laughs> there are so many podcast episodes to go back to. I go back and listen to episodes we literally recorded a week ago. I listened to the, the Thanksgiving week episode or Black Friday episode. I was like, those are really good ideas. We have so many strengths within us, even when we're feeling down, when we're feeling uninspired. If we dig deep, we know that there are things that we are good at doing. And you know, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, right as it comes out during the holiday season, you know you've got at least one, uh, you know, foot in the game or whatever the expression is. I don't think that's the Bronco right... Bronco on the... Yeah, one, one, one horse in the rodeo or something. Um, and also, no, you are not alone in this. There are many, many other people out there who are going through the same things as you. Yeah. There are, there are other people out there that you can reach out to. Uh, I'm sure you've got friends, family, uh, and, and also, you know, <laughs> as a plug for our group, that there is We Only Looks in Place, which is a place you can go to reach out to help. And you get direct access to Catherine Weigel there and others who are going through the same things as you, uh, which is also an option. And, uh, and another strength is you can start where you are. That is a huge one. You never have to be more than what you think you're capable of. You can always start exactly where you are with what you have, what resources you have. You don't have to snap your fingers and be perfect overnight. Um, you know, And it can be especially difficult at this time of year, but you can look and ask yourself, okay, what can I do right now rather than just doing nothing? I can, you know, I can track that handful of nuts <laughs> that <laughs> that I'm I'm being offered. You know, I can still go on my walks, I can still do my yoga, I can I can still, you know, eat 
sensible breakfast, lunch, you know, whatever it is, I can still eat, you know, six out of seven days in a week. I can still like stay on my calorie goal, like whatever it is that you can get yourself to do right now, you can start where you are and do that. Exactly. And that sort of ties into our final area, which are your opportunities. Your strengths are things that you have in place that you know, like that are in your, your little, you know, toolkit of things that you're good at. I'm going to, I'm going to weigh in tomorrow. I'm not going to weigh in today, but that is a strength and an opportunity for me to correct my, you know, my course or to, to get back on track. Yeah. And we have so many opportunities. I know it's hard to see opportunities when we're feeling overwhelmed by the holidays or when we feel like sacks of uh, potatoes, delicious, delicious potatoes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't mean did say you're a delicious person. You're a very nice person. But like we, when we're feeling down or when we're feeling out of sorts, it can be hard to see those opportunities. But we do have opportunities. So as we're finishing out this episode, I'm going to share the opportunities that you have available to you. An opportunity is just that. It isn't, we don't owe anyone weight loss this time of year. You don't owe anyone any, you know, superhuman strength. But what we do have is the opportunity to practice kindness to ourselves. We also have the opportunity, and this is a big one, to maintain our weight over the holidays. If we do the thing where we throw our hands up and say, I just can't, like, I can't track, so I'm also not going to walk or get in neat or get on the scale or eat a vegetable. Or like once you see the string of like things that like, oh, well, I still could eat vegetables. That's a great thing. You have opportunities in front of you, not just challenges. Yeah, or, or you know, the thing that I do is I will like, you know, sort of break the seal, so to speak, and I'll eat one treat and then suddenly be like, well, I ate one treat, so I may as well just eat all of the treats that I can possibly like handle for the rest of the day because, you know, I've already eaten that one. So why not? Yeah. So you have the opportunity to throw out those leftovers that you have that aren't serving you. You enjoyed them. It is not wasteful to throw out the rest Get them out of the house, just like Chopin got it done. (laughs) So you can also adjust your expectations of yourself. Really look at the season in front of you. Look at the time. Look at the weather. Look at the things that you have on your to-do list and adjust what you can deliver to yourself. That includes adapting, adapting the food that you have for the season that you're in. If cold, you know, uh, I'm just going to say cold water, which like, it's not like, oh no, it's hot water season, everybody. (laughs) But like, if, if like, if water isn't really your jam right now, you can have hot tea. If cold salads aren't what you want right now, have some roasted vegetables. Adapt your movement to how you can manage it right now. If it's too cold outside, Walk at an inside uh, track, walk at the mall, which we've actually done that before. Yeah, we have. Walked at the mall, walk at Costco, get in that neat exercise. You can also adapt your thoughts. When I find myself, and this is kind of a, um, a tiny habits prompt, is when I notice that I'm saying to myself, I can't or it's too late. 
or I, you know, when you, when you focus on what you can't do, it can be defeating. Focus on the opposite of once you notice you're saying you can't do something, ask yourself the important question. What can I do right now? What one small thing can I achieve? Can I eat? Can I track? Because when we start focusing on the positive and focusing on the opportunity, that's when we start to see more opportunities. Absolutely. And I have as my last one, which is ridiculous, um, you can also track your nuts, which I put that on the list at the end. <laughs> like you have the opportunity to track your nuts. I didn't want to say that, but then I looked down at my paper and saw you have, you know, track your nuts because then you get to say that we had the episode about the nut tracker. I'm really sorry there, you guys. I feel like I just let everybody down because you're like, ooh, and Catherine has one more awesome thing to say. It's... Uh, drink your Ovaltine. Yeah. Like that's not uh, that's not how I wanted to end this. So that's on me. That has nothing to do with Donald. I took the note. Uh, that one is on me. But in the end, let's focus on. The, see, I notice I'm going down that dark path. Yeah. What opportunity? How can I end this, Donald? I'm going to tell you right now. Oh. So just like the uh, overhyped nut cracker uh, sweet ballet not play which is how it should actually be listed when they say it. Like it should say, this is not a play and no one talks and it goes on for seven hours. <laughs> just, just like that was all, it was supposed to happen in one night, Clara and the mouse King and the rat King or whatever, like yeah. all that happened in one night. Um, change doesn't happen overnight, but day by day change does happen in weight loss. And we have switched up the SWAT and delivered to you a different spelling, which I don't know all of the letters, but I do know that we started out with looking at your weaknesses right now. Where are you wavering? What feels hard? Look at the threats that are coming up or the trouble ahead or, you know, just the challenges coming your way in the month ahead. Then we can head over to your strengths, can't we, Donald? We sure can. Strengths. What do you know at your core do you already have in place that is going well? What things do you already do each day that seem insignificant but really do add up? You're going on your daily walks. You're tracking your breakfast, focusing on protein. You're showing up. This is not your first rodeo. It isn't unless it is your first rodeo. <laughs> unless you're at a rodeo and it is your first one. If you're at a rodeo right now listening to this, please tell us. That would be absolutely amazing because you'd be the person you're like, dear Donald and Catherine, I am literally at my first rodeo. This is amazing. That would be a wonderful gift to us. It absolutely would. Happening. If you'd like to give a gift to us. <laughs> but then, then Finishing up with opportunities. What opportunities do you have in your environment to support your healthy habits through the end of the year? Again, this might not be a season of weight loss for you. Maintaining is amazing. Adapting your mindset, your food habits, your exercise routine, your neat, and your mindset in all of this matters in terms of making it through making it through the dark night of the dark December and being successful. I don't know. For you some said reason, you were going to end it uplifting. Oh, like, I don't dark, know what I do. This is a dark December. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we have the opportunity to really like shine a light on what we can achieve this year. Asking yourself that question. What can I do? Don't focus on that negative. Focus on the positive. And if we can do it, we know that you can do it too. Oh my goodness. Nobody like was less capable of doing this than us like six, seven, eight years ago, whatever it was. And and we uh, we turned it around. So we know you can do it too. Exactly. 
Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, almost all of our episodes, the the most recent 300 episodes. Which is pretty spectacular. Yeah, are available wherever you found this episode. And all of them, all the way back to episode one, are also available on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan. We have people doing Weight Watchers and uh, lots of different programs, uh, calorie tracking. But what we do have is amazing connection and fellowship and just understanding because what we eat doesn't matter as much as what we think. And so many of us are going through similar uh, struggles and successes too. And uh, Wolt Place is a great place to find that accountability, support, Zoom meetings and connection with other women on their health journeys. And we have uh, two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yeah. So uh, join on up, check it out, uh, participate as much as you like, uh, connect with me, and uh, let's end the year strong with some uh, some connection and fellowship and fun. So there yes, we go. check it out. Um, and I, I really like that. I don't know if I've ever heard you say that before. What you eat doesn't matter as much as what you think. Uh, I really like that. Thanks. Um, also, if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media. We are at We Only Look Thin on Facebook and Instagram. And also, you can send us an email. Uh, we uh, enjoy getting episode suggestions. Uh, we enjoy getting questions, and we really enjoy uh, people giving us compliments via email and you can do that at we only look thin at gmail.com yep and if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to apple podcast please do leave us uh, the greatest holiday gift of all which is leaving us a rating and or a review on apple podcast not only does it let us know that what we're doing year after year episode after episode it's making a difference in your life um, but it also helps other people find our podcast when they are looking for inspiring uh fun podcasts just like ours yeah that really does uh that really is a great way to uh, support the show uh if you are inclined Another way you can help us out is just to tell somebody about the show. Uh, if you are face-to-face with somebody, if you are online in a Facebook group, a Reddit group, a Discord server, something like that, and it seems appropriate to give us a shout out. That really, really does help the show grow. People value your opinion. And uh, if you recommend us, they are much more likely to check us out than if you don't. So yep. uh, that would really help us out. Sure would. So if you are having trouble remembering whether to root for Terminators or Nutcracker Princes or <laughs> Mice Kings with Nunchucks or Rodeo Clowns, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.